the My Pet Podcast, the show for pet lovers of Australia and around the world. Proudly brought to you by Australia's trusted online pet supply store, Vet and Pet Direct. Hello and welcome to the My Pet Podcast. This is Dr. Glenn from Vet and Pet Direct, uh, talking today on a topic uh, of teeter testing in dogs and cats, what it's all about, why would you do it, why wouldn't you do it, and um, what is the story with teeter testing. So teeter testing in dogs and cats is a blood test that measures the immune system's preparedness or um, ability to be responsible to fighting off infection essentially so it's a measurement of the actual antibody levels within the bloodstream for specific diseases so um, the disease we're talking about in dogs are the three core vaccinatable diseases um, the parvo distemper and hepatitis in australia and also in cats we're talking about feline panleukopenia which is like feline parvo basically um, and the two cat flus uh, viruses feline calicivirus and feline rhinotracheitis virus. So um, teeter testing is where the vet will um, take a sample of your pet's blood and either in-house over a 40-minute period basically or um, send the sample off to the lab for a measured response test to antibodies within the bloodstream. So you get a value, um, a figure of is the antibody level circulating um, in the pet's bloodstream um, in Indicating that they're protected if they become in contact with these vaccinatable diseases. Um, so customarily, um, pets have been vaccinated at regular intervals throughout their life, um, multiple vaccinations as a puppy or a kitten, and then an annual vaccination each year after that. And that had been the protocol um, since these vaccinations had been developed, essentially. Uh, about six years ago, the first of the triennial vaccinations started to become available in Australia um, as per the recommendations of the um, World Small Animal Veterinary Association vaccination guidelines, where the vaccine vaccination status of pets um, in protective immunity for these core diseases was um, essentially based at three years at least um, for these vaccines and that means that the vaccine manufacturers had done testing to indicate that these core vaccines delivered in the vast majority of pets uh, protective immunity um, for a period of of at least three years. So that became the vaccination uh, registration in most countries, including Australia, um, for these particular vaccinations for for the core vaccines for three years. So there's still some vaccines are registered for one year um, and some vaccines are registered for three years um, and the vaccine manufacturers will will back up the immune stimulation um, ability of those vaccinations um, for those different sort of time frames. Teeter testing has a blood test to develop... um, active immunity, so it it tests your pet's um, possessing the antibodies in the bloodstream that suggest that the body is able to fight off infections if they are ever infected by these diseases. So that's very important to see, A, have they had an adequate immune response to the vaccinations they've already received and do they have um, protective immunity uh, in the system now, meaning do they need revaccinating at this time um, for those preventable diseases. So most vets... um, that are performing these tests either in-house or sending them off to the lab will recommend that you do that test prior to giving um, their next or subsequent vaccination. Um, there are some practices that are recommending um, a month after their last puppy vaccinations that a puppy is tested to see have they actually developed immunity in the first place because there's a small section of the 
pet community that are non-responders to vaccination. There's a, a wide range of reasons why that may be, just... Um, genetic um, immune system deficiency troubles or um, concurrent illness that wasn't diagnosed at the time of the vaccination um, and some pets just don't respond to vaccines and occasionally they'll respond to one brand of vaccination better than another brand of vaccination so the only way you know if your pet has responded in an immune system protective way uh, from vaccination is to do this to test and measure their actual antibody levels. Most pets that have received um, a core vaccination program um, develop antibodies probably for their lifetime, but at least you know three years, five years, seven years. I've had pets in my practice that have been had their last vaccination of these core vaccinations, you know, eight or nine years ago, um, and that was the vaccines that were only registered for one year at that stage, um, and they've still got protective antibody levels. So before you vaccinate um, your pet for its subsequent vaccinations you can do a teeter test and say okay if my pet's already immune to these diseases and has got protective antibodies floating around the system um, do we need to revaccinate for those core diseases at this stage or for or for a three-year period afterwards so um, a lot of vets are offering teeter testing as an option now at the annual um, health check and, and annual health checks are certainly a very very good idea if your pet's got protective immunity, there's there's very limited reason why you'd want to revaccinate because they already um, have an adequate immune responsibility um, to protect themselves against these diseases. In vaccinating every twelve months or every three years um, as a as a standard exercise, um, is there actually any problems with that? Look, it's very unlikely that a pet develops an adverse reaction to a vaccination. I see um, a few pets every year, and I probably see less than I used to clinically in my practice, um, that has like an um, allergic reaction to a, an administered vaccine over a, you know, sometimes five minutes to, to an hour or two period after the vaccination where you get puffy lips and puffy eyes and puffy ears and wheels, so like some rage skin um, swellings um, on the body essentially um, that is like a histamine release and actually allergic reaction to the vaccination um, yeah I seem to see it less often than I used to with the, some of the newer generation vaccinations I think um, and it's not a problem as far as it's not a big issue if that happens and, and it's settled down with some antihistamines and, and um, the body just deals with it and it goes away so you'd rather it didn't happen but it's not you know, a life-threatening condition there are a couple of conditions that are autoimmune in nature that seem to be stimulated by um, both vaccinations and also um, infection responses whenever the immune system is stimulated through through either natural infection with a multitude of diseases or through vaccination. Um, some pets can develop a condition called um, immune-mediated hemolytic anemia or occasionally immune-mediated thrombocytopenia, a, a platelet problem, where... Um, uh, hemolytic anemia is where the body attacks via antibodies on the red blood cells, attacks its own red blood cells and starts breaking them down within the bloodstream and, and causes um, potentially a life-threatening anemia. So these pets um, just yeah start basically breaking down their red blood, red blood, red blood cells and um, becoming anemic and can die from the condition if it's not treated appropriately and, and treatment isn't easy and, and sometimes can be expensive and blood transfusions and other bits and pieces can be quite complicated. So, I mean, that's a small but a potential risk um, of stimulating the immune system either through infection or through um, vaccination. So, obviously, um, if you don't need to vaccinate, um, removing that as a potential um, problem is still um, a valid thing to do. 
The other immune-mediated um, condition that we see is um, polyarthritis, where a pet can get multiple joints that are inflamed um, and swollen and increase fluid within the joint tissue itself. Um, and you investigate these swollen joints and, and tap or put a, a small needle into the joint, and you've got um, signs of inflammation and lots of a pussy uh, white blood cell response, but a lack of bacteria in there. And they actually um, have got an autoimmune polyarthritis where the body starts attacking the, the cartilage and the joints um, and again that can be a problem and, and can occasionally lead to you know long-term arthritic change and definitely a, a painful condition until you control it again with immune suppression um, medication so um, if we don't need to vaccinate a pet um, for protection against the diseases that they're already immune to essentially um, that's where teeter testing comes into it so it's not about being anti-vaccine vaccines are extremely important and giving your pet um, immunity throughout its life for the core vaccines is probably one of the most important single things that you can do for your pet's um, long-term health and safety but if your pet is already immune to those diseases it's certainly a conversation to be had between yourself um, and your vet as far as do we teeter test um, before we vaccinate to um, assess my pet's immune system status before we give the next round of vaccinations essentially so if you've got any questions on teeter testing or anything else veterinary related by all means hit us up in our comment section on the facebook page um, and if you've got any other troubles that are specific in nature for your pet definitely call your vet thanks guys